You are listening to Big Trouble in Little Podcasts. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. Internet peeps, welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 42. I am Joe Dubs. And I'm Andy. I'm the other one. Yeah, and um, yeah, so we're back to movies now. If you haven't noticed, we've been switching it from gaming to movies, gaming to movies with two of our podcasts. So we're back with a movie. Um, I'm probably going to fuck this up, but Lupin the Third. The Castle of Cagliostro? Yeah, that was pretty close. I think I've been saying it wrong. I always say Cagliostro, and I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but it feels better to say, so I've stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, a loop on the third movie, whatever. It, yeah, it, it was it was pretty entertaining. I mean, it's not my taste, but at times I was like, huh, that's funny, and the action was great, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, let's go into what the hell you've been watching, Andy. What what, what have you been doing? Most of my free time, if I've been watching something, I'm trying to finally finish Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, I've meant to watch it forever, and I've started it several times, and I always pick up where I left off, and I didn't forget. But I've been watching it a bunch, and I re-watched most of Highlander at work the other day, because we were super slow, and someone had an iPad, so we watched Highlander. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, I've been watching uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, out of nowhere, just wanted to watch that. And uh, I always like it to watch it when it gets cold outside, like if it snows. If it snows, I've got to watch either that or The Shining. I mean, in Florida, like there is no cold. I mean, maybe maybe during the winter when it's like seventy degrees, but <laughs> I would have to watch like a desert or like a. A Mars movie or something to relate to my weather here. Uh, but yeah, I've been watching that. Uh, not, I, since E3 happened, I was on a little like resting period. Because when you watch a lot of conferences like that, it kind of tires you out and you just want to relax. And plus work wasn't helping either. I just wanted to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. But th- that's all I've been doing. I think we should change it up a little bit before we start getting into the movie. Do you want to go to news that matter to us and get that out of the way? Oh, do news that a movie? Sure. Yeah. So, Andy, what was, what's your story? Oh, uh, we always talk about whatever Star Wars garbage is in the news, so I figured this is a pretty big one. Um, apparently, all the Star Wars story movies, all the side stuff, the stuff that isn't trilogies, is going to be put on hold for now. No one knows for how long. It could just be for like a year or something, but... Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Solo didn't do great, and I guess they're getting cold feet on the whole Star Wars movie every year thing. So they have postponed everything that they were working on. That includes the Boba Fett movie, the Obi-Wan movie, whatever. I uh, See, then another headline came from ABC saying that there's still Star Wars uh, 
uh, other Star Wars film besides the trilogy in the pipeline. So maybe they're going to release Obi-Wan. Maybe. Probably depends on how far along they were because there's money sunk into stuff and they probably had to say, okay, well, we've already put $50 million into this project. We got to finish that one. Mm -hmm. But the other stuff's on hold. We're going to shelve it for now. Which is good. Like we were talking about how Star Wars was being oversaturated to the point where everything was kind of being meh instead of just like amazing. So this, this might be good. I think it is for the most part. I guess I think it is. I just, it happened to Star Wars, but it hasn't happened to comic book movies. It hasn't happened to the Marvel Universe movies, so that's weird. Well, I think because of the fan base. I mean, even though it's like 50-50 split kind of thing, the solo uh, movie really hurt. Like, to the point, it's Han fucking solo. Like, it should have been people in you know in droves going to that movie instead it was just like a eh, it's han solo and i still can't believe that solo didn't do at least rogue one numbers solo is a way better movie than rogue fucking one yeah it had better character development than rogue one did and it, better almost everything mm-hmm. except for except for like big fight battles which eh, when i was a kid that's what i cared about and that's one of their main audiences as children i guess but still i i just think that people want trilogies and that's it i i I don't i don't think they want the marvel treatment in a way i don't care what other people want i care about what i want (laughs) i wish it was like that we have our own personal like agenda of star wars being made for just us which is it which it is i guess yeah yeah anyway Yeah, I I found it interesting because I was just scrolling through the news and I'm like, nothing really happening yet. And then I was like, ooh, Quentin Tarantino, what is he doing? A Charles Manson movie? Oh, this is going to be interesting. And then I look at the cast. Before I left work, again, we were slow and we were watching Django Unchained on that night. Mm -hmm. But by God, the cast is just fucking nuts in this one. Uh, you got Margot Robbie that's gonna be in it. Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Dakota fucking Fanning, Al Pacino, um, uh, James Martin. I know, Emil Hirsch, fucking Kurt Russell, and then obviously Timothy Oliphant. What's wrong with him? Who? Timothy Oliphant. Who is he in? Uh, oh, oh shit! Yeah, I know who he is. Hitman. Fucking yeah, there you go. That's right. I didn't recognize him. I didn't recognize the name. I, I, I saw their face and I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know who it is, but I clicked on his IMDb. Um, Burt Reynolds, <laughs> fucking Luke Perry, and you got Damian Lewis, by the way. Tim Roth, Clifton Collins Jr., and then Michael Madison always <laughs> in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, Michael Madison has been, has he been in every Tarantino movie, I wonder? I mean, clearly not like. One of the majors, I believe. I don't think Pulp... Was he in Pulp Fiction? Uh, I thought he was. No, maybe he's not. I don't know. Never mind. Stupid thought. Yeah, he's been in everything but Pulp Fiction, it looks like. Unless he was, like, some person in the background we didn't recognize. I mean, that's possible. It's got, like... um. Steve Buscemi's in that movie, and he's just like the waiter when they go to the 50s diner. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. 
I didn't even know he did the Walking Dead season two video game, Michael Madison. Huh? You learned something new every day. What are you saying? His name is Michael Madison. Michael Madsen. Madsen. Oh, fuck! It, it's so <laughs> it's so late. <laughs> if anybody um, doesn't know, well, actually nobody doesn't know, but we were supposed to do this at nine a.m., but I overslept because I was watching our movie. And, um, and I was, I, I got pissed off and I was really sorry because Andy was waiting probably in Discord to be like, where the fuck is this guy? I gave you half an hour and then I left. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy shit. Cause here's what happened. I, the alarm went off, like my brain knew it was on, but my brain kept on sleeping. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. So I was like, I guess I was up for a split second, and then I just went back to bed. I didn't even touch the alarm. That's the thing. It was still going. But anyway, let's get to our movie of the week. Andy, this was your pick, so I'm going to let you steer the ship. This was more of a knee-jerk decision than anything, but it ended up being a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Every once in a while, we choose movies that one of us has already seen, and I've seen this movie a bunch. Um... It, I love the Loop on the Third shows. There's like five of them now, not including not including like the Fujigo spinoff and a bunch of other stuff. And they've been making them in Japan for decades. They're based on a manga by Monkey Punch. That's the artist's actual professional name. And the manga is hilarious and way raunchier than the TV show or the movies. It's got like nudity in it and um, a lot more actual murder instead of just, you know, like the the... the nicer stuff that you saw in the movie and stuff but um it's super popular in in japan and it's never quite caught on here in the united states though recently it's been getting a little more traction they showed on toonami but it's at like two in the morning or something Mm -hmm. um this movie uh it was an early loop on the third movie there's like fucking 15 of them or something (laughs) But this one is noteworthy because, I mean, most people consider it to be the best one. It's the best one I've seen. But it's noteworthy because uh, Miyazaki directed it. Now, Miyazaki, before – this is before he and uh, the other guy whose name I forget because he's not Miyazaki, and that makes me poorly prepared. But Miyazaki and another guy founded Studio Ghibli, and Miyazaki went on to direct My Neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke. Mm Mm-hmm. All that stuff that's super famous, you know, the stuff that that movie critics love and anime fans love. And uh, you can see a lot of his influence in this movie. Like, you can see him kind of developing his directorial style. This isn't the first thing he directed, I don't think. Maybe it was. But he had worked on, in the animation department, for other stuff before this. He might have even directed some shows of... Some episodes of some shows or something like that. That that might be misinformation, but uh, I haven't even talked about the movie itself yet. It's it's a self-contained story, so you know you can watch this without having watched Lupin the Third, the TV show, or read the manga. It's Princess um, in the Castle, pretty much storyline. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's it's just it's a real. He even says it during the movie. It's like oh, there's a, a evil sorcerer keeping a princess in a castle, and the thief comes to save her that's literally the plot of that movie except he's not a sorcerer he's like he's he's just a count who's trying to control the country and he also makes a ton of counterfeit money 
which is kind of the MacGuffin that gets Lupin to come there. But then there ends up being a, a treasure, which is revealed uh, when they get married because the two rings are like part of the key. Mm-hmm. But then the treasure ends up being something they can't technically steal. So you got a nice little sappy ending. Yeah. But, you know, normally that's what he's doing is stealing expensive stuff. Like in all the other Lupin stuff, he's always motivated primarily by stealing something. But then it turns out he's he's fairly altruistic. You know, he helps good people. Um, and then, like, the, the cop that's always chasing him, Zenigata, like, he he's a cop, and his, his main focus is to catch Lupin. You know, he's a good guy, too. And a lot of the time, they kind of work together, but not really. What country were they in? Because, like... It's a fictional, made-up country. Okay, because he's, like... At the beginning, you... they're in Monaco, which is, like, the... Uh, is it a principality, or is it part of... <clears throat> it's, it's, like, south of France. It's, like, on the Mediterranean... See, so I guess this fictional country is supposed to be like between France and Italy, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Because he goes, but it, it's a made up place, it doesn't exist. Yeah, he goes, You Orientals. And I'm like, Uh, <laughs> like, I, I was like, Wait, is this? I thought this was in Japan, but like, I thought wrong. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, no, yeah, at the beginning, they're in Monaco. That's that's the movie telling you this is Europe. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, I did like the action scenes. Uh, I, I thought the characters re- really played well because I'm a person that doesn't know anything about uh, Lupin. So. Yeah, that's what carries Lupin is the, the, the five main characters. Lupin, Jigen, Goemon, who's barely in this, unfortunately. Zenigata and Fujiko. The, com- like, the commando chick my- was in, in the series too? Yeah, yeah, she's a... Uh, She's, she's like the sexy spy type. They work together sometimes. Sometimes they kind of don't. She got her own spinoff miniseries uh, in the 20 teens, and it is fantastic. If you, uh, It's on Crunchyroll, I think, mm. as are every Lupin series. They're all they're all really good. Yeah, like the overdramatic, you know, running on the wall and fucking <laughs> when yeah. the, the water, when he's like swimming out of the fountain kind of thing. I, those, the, those are pretty funny. Um, do you think it's a coincidence that the guy's name was Count and he was doing counterfeits? Like, or you think they like thought of that as like, huh, it's a joke. I don't know if they thought about that or not, because that's only a pun in English and the script would have been written in Japanese. True. So <laughs> I guess coincidence. Yeah, I, I, I assume it's possible they thought of that. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um... I thought the ending was kind of fucked up, but, like, it's just your typical, like, bad guy kind of thing. Bad guy, you know, in love, where he's like... Oh, I don't know if you pick up on this, but, like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of dumb cliches, but the fight in the clock tower heavily um, influenced Disney Studios when they made um, uh, Great Mouse Detective. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's the first. It's the first um, animated movie to use computer animation, but to animate over it or, or something like that. But yeah, at the end of that movie, there's a fight in the clock tower, and apparently the uh, animators were influenced by this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like 100% official, but I read that on like IMDb or something. So that's cool. I love the 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 inspector, the the detective that's chasing him around. I thought he was a good comedic fucking character because like they end up helping each other near the end because count is a fucking dick and they become like the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of deal 
and that, that just, happens a lot. That's 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 a common theme. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and what I was explaining in the end, pretty much, like when he rescued her, he's like, ah, you know, I, I I like you and everything, but I gotta go steal more shit. <laughs> and he just runs. He just goes away, and like I I thought it was, it, it was cute when the detective comes. He's like, is he actually stealing something? He's like, yeah, he stole your heart. And I was like. Yeah, I think it's implied that he's doing it just because she's still so young. Like, it, it's, she's kind of too young for him or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, this is something I've been really wanting to talk about. I own this on DVD, and I started watching the Netflix version. Or, no, I started watching the DVD first, and I remembered, like, there's a there's a voice cast that has done most of the TV shows and some of the movies, and I just kind of got used to it. Like, if I'm listening to loop on the third in english i kind of want those same voice actors mm-hmm. and when this movie came out when manga entertainment published it in the united states they couldn't get them or they didn't didn't want to or something like that it's kind of an older dvd so i don't know so i was like oh these aren't the voices i like i wonder if the new dub has the new voices or if it's the same I, so i i kicked on netflix and watched that version and it has a completely new set of voice actors they aren't the ones on the manga release and they aren't the original ones that do the tv show and everything else so i watched it in japanese instead with subtitles yeah i did the same thing and i oh really yeah i, w- I was fine with it because i do like anime with uh subtitles and because i feel like the characters when they speak in Japanese in anime, they're giving off the the the, the right reaction to the character. Yeah, I mean, the voice the voice actors for Loop on the Third in Japan are like famously good. Like you can act with your voice, and they kind of understand how. Because sometimes when they dub something, it's just someone reads the lines, and yeah, they're directed on how to do it, but it doesn't have as much of an emphasis as as it does in Japanese. So I think you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. I do like the guy. I, I, I don't know his name. I'm just going to call the, the guy in the, the hat and the, the jacket because he has like a really deep voice. <laughs> oh, Jigen probably? Yeah, and he's like, yeah. and I'm like, that that body does not match the voice, but I, I dig it. I dig <laughs> it. <laughs> and um, I thought the assassins that they sent to go kill him were kind of cool and weird at the same time because they didn't look human <laughs> yeah it's it's like unique they didn't want to make it just another of the same thing so they're like robotic european ninjas or some shit mm-hmm. but uh yeah oh, I, one, one final interesting thing about the various dubs of this movie i can't remember which one it is i think it's the manga dub uh lupon the third the the main character is voiced by david Hayter, who is the voice of salt snake and metal gear solid games <laughs> wait who is david Hayter? yeah i know david Hayter, but who who is he in this lupon really yeah that's fucking awesome and it's weird because you've got to really listen to figure out that it's him apparently he's capable of doing yeah multiple. he's he's he, he does more voices than hey there's a snake and all that yeah. stuff so but yeah, I I totally recommend this film. Like I I when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, this is old anime. Looking at this, yes. and I was like, I don't know. And then like in the beginning, I was like, oh shit, I, th- this is a story that's like with well established characters that I don't know about. So I don't know how. Yeah, I'm... 
I, I knew that that would be a bit of a turnoff, but I was really hoping that the, the fun car chase at the beginning would at least be enough to like, oh, okay, this is fun to watch, if nothing else. Oh, dude, a fucking 50 cal getting shot out of a fucking buggy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I totally dig this. Like, it, 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 it once he got the story, the plot down, that he was trying to go get this girl, even though there was, like, actual treasure there, I was like, all right, I get behind it. So I totally yeah. recommend it. Uh, I do recommend probably watching other the other Lupin to maybe catch up on the characters a little bit. But if you yeah, go, totally. It, I mean, I recommend that anyway. Like I said, uh, all the series are on Crunchyroll. I think there's some Lupin stuff on Hulu even. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you basically can't miss. The first series is pretty good. The second series is legendary. Um, I've never watched the third series, and I don't know its reputation. The fourth series is really well animated and it's the story is pretty good the loop or the fujiko miniseries is fantastic and they're making a fifth one now i think i haven't seen it yet and then there's of course like i said like 15 to 20 movies yeah so i mean maybe we'll watch these in the future because i i totally enjoyed this and maybe if i understand the characters more i'll definitely get into it they're all awesome every character is interesting in their own way the it the the main problem I have with this movie is that Goemon's barely in it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only gripe I had with it is the beginning was kind of slow. And that's all. After it picked yeah. up, it just fucking went from there. But, uh, yeah, we, we both recommend it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so next week... Not next week. In uh, the week of July 1st... Uh, my pick is coming up, and I chose Outside In on Netflix. Uh, I don't know how to describe this, but it's a a, a teacher, a high school teacher, uh, bit, pretty much gets her student out of jail, but it takes like 20 years, apparently, because he did some type of crime. Mm-hmm. And a romance builds with... A, well, he romances with his teacher and like shit happens in the story where the her actual husband is like pissed off that she spent so much of her uh time trying to get this kid out of the jail like there's actual like character development and drama in it that i kind of want to check out i mean it's it's out of our uh comfort zone i think a little bit i don't doesn't matter me Yes. Hey, the soundtrack is done by Andrew Bird. That's cool. Yeah, and it it seems like actors that I don't even know, and it, it's a very indie film. So yeah, I, it's like I I know who Edie Falco is. I know who Ben Schwartz is. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, it's very indie. Uh, I believe it has like Toronto like uh, Sundance Awards and shit. So mm, that makes sense. yeah, so I'm. I'm digging it, and I hope it's a good movie. So remember to watch Outside In on Netflix, and then report back to us for episode 43 of Big Trouble Podcast. Andy, is there any other things you want to say before we sign out? Uh, I don't guess so. Go watch some Lupin. I mean, fucking 22 minutes, man. I guarantee you'll have a good time. Yes, and um, I know this is a movie thing, but next week we'll be having Escape from SideQuest. There is a Steam sale going on so make sure you uh check that out yeah, literally every game on my steam wish list is on sale they sent me an email they're like hey uh everything's on sale and i was like god damn it steam you're yeah. trying to save money i can't save shit 
Yep, and yep, this is where everybody's wallets go uh, to zero. <laughs> On that note, everybody, thank you for listening to episode 42 of Big Trouble. Big Trouble with Podcast. Remember to follow us on Podbean, which is btilp.podbean.com. We're also on iTunes, so make sure to, you know, add us on there, give us a review, and, you know, if we suck or we're good, I don't really care as long as we're getting a review. We're also on YouTube, which is Big Trouble with Podcast, and we have a website, which is bigtroublewithpodcast.com. I fucking dare you to leave us a review. Leave us a bad review. I dare you. Yeah, I fucking dare you, motherfucker. (laughs) On that note, everybody have a good night. Thanks for listening.